If you're listening to the car and you're on your way home, we'll be in turn your around because <laughs> we're in your house. We're in your house. Junkies podcast. This is Mike, Pat, Dylan, and today we are interviewing a special guest. Uh, we have Paul Shear from the movie Splice. Uh, other Splice. Splice. I keep saying Splice. Splice is another weird movie. Another weird movie, and uh, other movies like Hell Baby, uh, Piranha 3D, and Piranha 3 Double D. <laughs> How you doing today, Paul? I'm doing great, and I would like to have been in Splice. I was just about to ask you. Movies of all time. Yeah, hell yeah. He 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 definitely has sex with that alien. That's a weird thing. That's a fact. Is <laughs> it an alien? No, it's a genetic genetic thing. mutated yeah, thingamajiggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but thank you again for uh, taking the time and talking to us on our you know our podcast. Uh, we really enjoyed Slice. It was freaking hilarious. Um, but I think as always, we always interview our guests. We ask them one crucial question. And that would be what's your top uh, top five favorite scary movies? Oh man, this is a really tough question. It always is. I think. All right. All right. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna go with my gut. Go with your go gut. Always go with I the gut. I love the thing. John okay. Carpenter's oh, yeah. Hell yeah. thing is you know one of my quintessential favorite uh, horror films. Um, I have to say that my like real introduction into horror came through Scream, uh, which was like kind of like my first, it was like kind of a pivotal movie in that, like I felt it was the first time I could really enjoy a horror movie because I think I was too scared of like Freddy and Jason (laughs) when I was a little kid. So uh, that is definitely something that really sticks out with me. Um, I'm also like a big uh, Psycho fan. Yes. You know, uh, the the original Psycho, uh, not the Vince Vaughn one. I was getting ready to say, oh, the Vince Vaughn Uh, one. It's the same movie. <laughs> and, you know, and now it's like it's a little tricky because, like, uh, I, you know, I love something like The Conjuring. Yeah. And I love The Babadook. Oh, yes. uh, Those are so great. And, and Get Out. But I feel like they're so recent. They can't put them on the list. And, you know, I feel the same way with, like, Cabin in the Woods. Like, all those movies are, like, horror movies that I really, really love. Yeah. You know, but I think if I should go, I should go back, like, a little bit more and say that I really love... I mean, it's not too, too old, but 28 Days Later is yes. another kind God. of great, yeah. you know. That, oh, but then I'm even forgetting, like, I'm even forgetting, like, uh, well, I guess Alien is technically a horror movie, right? Yes, it is. 100%, uh, yeah. I'm going to say 28 Days Later. Yeah, 28, right. days, later. 28 days Later. Is that about five? Yeah, that's five. 28 Days Later um, is fantastic. Yeah. I really love the isolation and loneliness it makes you feel in the beginning of the film Yeah, uh, when he's walking through the streets of London. Oh, yes. And it's the great thing about oh, absolutely, especially in horror, because it's so like genre based, that you can change your top. T- I, I change it every day, almost. Yeah, we're always watching new things and changing our list. Like right now, Mandy's on my list. Yeah, have you seen the? Have you gotten a chance to see Mandy oh. yet, Paul? I have not. Please. I've been like just uh, waiting to watch it. I'm so excited. It's utterly insane. I mean, it's just yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, I mean exactly. Yeah, I want to see that other Nick Cage movie. Uh, 
Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad, yeah. Please watch like it. Another... Yeah. Mike is raving about that movie. That movie is so crazy. <laughs> uh, you get the full yeah. cage rage in that the, movie. I've heard about the pool. Yeah, I've heard about the pool table. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That scene's crazy. Yeah, it's that's a good movie. Nicolas Cage is coming back up with his crazy horror movies. I love it. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, we've heard that currently you're in the works of uh, writing a reboot uh, for the 1999 uh, Galaxy Quest movie. Yes. Uh, so this kind of was like something that I was so excited that I even came to. Um, I was having to take a meeting at Paramount, and they asked me if there's any properties that they had that I would want to work on. And I said, well, I think the only property that you have, but I know it's already kind of filled right now, is Galaxy Quest. And they said, well, actually, that's why we called you in here. We want to talk to you about that thing. Do you have an idea for it? And when it was kind of presented to me as like something I could actually do, I immediately like got too nervous. I was like, no, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to take that on. <laughs> yeah. Too much responsibility. I feel like anybody who does like a reboot, you're just like prone to just a lot of hate and whatever but mm-hmm. as i drove home from that meeting i kept on thinking about the movie and i was like oh you know what i could do this and how about that and what about this and the big thing that kind of stuck out to me and where i kind of came to my idea for the show and what eventually is what paramount signed off on is the idea that it's not um just a straight up continuation and it's not straight up just a reboot it's kind of uh, a continuation of the story. I always kind of compare it to like Blade Runner or The Force Awakens. The story is moving forward, so you're getting to enjoy some of the fish-out-of-water stuff with some new characters. Because I think that is the crux of Galaxy Quest is like, you know, actors in space. I think that that's the promise of the premise. But I also want to revisit these other characters that have already done that, and I just want to make them go back. So (laughs) sort of... Uh, you know, I think, like, the idea of it, it, you know, the best pitch I can say is, you know, if Galaxy Quest is Star Trek, this is J.J. Abrams' version of Star Trek, uh, <laughs> this Galaxy Quest. So it's kind of playing on that idea. That's yeah, amazing. Because it's, it's a very interesting concept, for sure. I mean, like, and, like, because, you know, Alan Rickman was in the 99 Galaxy Quest, and a lot, of, and there's a lot of big Alan Rickman fans out there that, like, would probably like to see... Yeah. We'd be very curious to see how this goes. I mean, Alan Rickman is one of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah. Ever, Hands down. ever, ever. Um, but would there be a... Yeah, well, you know... Yeah. Go ahead. What are you saying? Well, I was going to say, you know, I think at the end of the day, the way I always feel about all this stuff is it will never dilute the original, right? Like, Correct. No Correct. matter what. Like, however I feel about whatever reboot or remake or sequel, it never dilutes what I love about the first one. They're two separate entities. But yes, I hope, you know, as a fan of of this and as a fan of sci-fi uh i think i can pay off on the promise of the premise and yeah. also avoid some of the pitfalls that i think a lot of these reboots kind of fall into mm-hmm. and you seem like you have the the just the perfect mindset of a person uh who to do a reboot you know you just want to make a continuation of something that you love and hopefully give a new a new take on something else but you know would there be a horror movie that you'd want to reboot write or star in perhaps Ooh, wow that's a really interesting Thing. You know, uh, wow. You know, because if, you know, if, if Paramount hits you up I'm again, going, I'm going. Oh well, I'm going. Well, I'm going back into the idea of the thing. I mean, the thing to me, I'm always like, oh, that could be such a funny comedic film. It you really know, could. Yeah. The Dead did such an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love, I love the idea of 
kind of mixing, you know, like horror and comedy. I think when it's when it's done really well, you can actually make them both, you know, them both really, really work. Some of the, I agree. Some of the I best horror, yeah. I want, you know, I mean, look, Alien, I wrote a, a comic book called Aliens versus Parker, which was definitely <laughs> like a, uh, a comic take on Aliens. And that was, uh, so that was like my attempt at doing something like that. Um, and then I would say, you know, maybe uh, Werewolf in London would be kind of fun. Oh, to my do God. Again. Yeah. If that... you want your comedy and your horror mixed together so perfectly. American yes. Werewolf. It's, that's a good yeah. film for that. Yeah, I think you would crush that. I think it'd be awesome. And you know, and if if a Galaxy Quest oh, yeah. does good, uh, you could always go back to Paramount and be like, "Yo, let me do uh, Pet Cemetery or Silver Bullet." <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Oh, that would be great too. Yeah. 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 Silver Bullet. Oh. Silver Bullet could be a good comedic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Paul, on your podcast, how did this get made? Uh, you ripped into Halloween three, and uh, more recently, the Howling two. My your were your sister's a werewolf, or my sister's a werewolf. Um, is there uh, any horror movies that you're looking at that can make the cut? I know that uh, you guys recently did a show on Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I'm looking yes. forward to that episode. Yes. <laughs> but is there any other ones that you're that's looking be at? Halloween episode. I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, that's going to be our Halloween episode. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's that's a that's a that's a movie, all right. Yeah, no, I'm subscribed, so I'll find out when it drops. <laughs> Um, and I know that your uh, your the movie Slice is isn't it also getting its own episode? Uh, Slice is not getting its own episode. I mean, look, I feel like you know Slice does fall into that kind of fun, uh, crazy category of just you know. I think there's you know a lot of you know look. I think that that movie really appeals to like this midnight B movie kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean we're not doing an episode on so to kind of avoid any movies that we do. Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah. Uh, we literally watched um, it at and, midnight eating pizza. <laughs> so that fits perfectly. Oh, that's perfect. The best way to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Great. I could just see you on that episode being like, Yeah, the guy who ran the pizza shop, that dude's great. <laughs> best part of the movie. <laughs> and then um I guess we can get down into slice. So like when you were first um brought the script like, what were your first impressions of the movie? Were you excited? Did you, like, were you like, like, were you? Was there a character in particular that you were really wanting to play, or was was Jack always what you wanted to do? Um, you know, they offered me the role of Jack when I first read it. You know, it was interesting because uh, it was so different than anything that I kind of read. I feel like independent film uh, often is, you know, these dramedies or these dramas, and this is such an interesting voice and it was exciting to me. You have A24, who I think does some great, the best great studio movies. right now. <laughs> you have Chance the Rapper. Uh, yeah, amazing. And then you have Chance the Rapper, and you have Austin, who directed all these amazing Chance videos. Yes. And to me, it you know, this movie, you know, I always describe Slice as like a Scooby-Doo via David Lynch, you know? And, I like that. And I feel like there's elements of, you know, what I liked about Repo Man in here and stuff like that. And I feel like that's, Kind of what was really appealing to me is like a young, cool voice doing something completely unique and different, you know. And 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 I like, I like something that feels. This is my son talking. Uh, it's not okay. Right now. Uh, sorry. Uh, it, you know, it kind of feels like uh, something. It feels something so exciting. I feel like that to me is. I just like working with new voices doing exciting stuff. Awesome. I agree to that with uh, Slice. Like it, it did feel like a new movie. 
Yeah, it did. It definitely feels. I, we we laughed fucking hysterically when we were uh, watching Slice. Uh, it was just, it was so funny. And then I guess you know another. Oh, yeah, you know it's it's a movie. Where- well, hello, Paul. Oh no, I think we lost him. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Paul, are you there? We lost Paul. We lost Paul. <laughs> Hello? Hey. Hey, sorry about that. I'm in a I was in a parking garage and uh it just cut off. So That's, I apologize. It's not a problem uh, at all. If it, if, it, if it happens again, I will call you uh right back again, but I uh, this is an out I'm and out outer part of it right now. So uh It's not I a problem. Up where I was, where I was where I kind of left off. Um So I think I was saying like I was like you know, uh we were talking about um, we're talking about like the the which was the David Lynch and Scooby Doo, right? Was there, yeah. Was there a question I was answering at that point? Uh, we were asking like what your uh like your first impressions were of of Slice, like when you first got the script. Yeah. Well, yeah. He wants so, to say Splice. you know, when reading it, uh, you know, when reading it, I think that the most exciting thing was just that it's an interesting filmmaker, and I feel like when you look back on some of my favorite people, you know, whether it's Edgar Wright or Tim Burton or, mm-hmm. you know, David Lynch. I feel like they're just trying different things and they're working outside of the norm. I think one of the things I enjoyed the most about Slice was not being able to explain the plot uh, because it doesn't fit in a box necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I just love that they, you know, and I love that, you know, on a very small budget, like a teeny tiny budget, they were able to do these big ideas. And I feel like that's the most exciting thing for me is to see someone take a big swing i think like big swings are so much more exciting yeah yeah than the safe set and i think it's because like the the movie uh plays a nice blend of like indie meets like mainstream almost because yeah yeah it's a 100%. great mixture both well, i'm so glad that you guys liked it you know and i think it's a sort of like i think you know you guys see i'm sure a ton of horror movies a lot of like low budget horror movies and there's certain ones that just kind of pop and there's and, you know, and there's certain ones that just do things interesting, and then there's some that just become these, like, classics. And, you know, I feel like it's fun. I feel like horror is the only genre that is able to kind of have many different types oh, of yeah. interesting yeah. versions. Yeah. Hence why we love the genre. Yeah, so, yeah. Because so it's, so, it's it's yeah. so wide, like, what you can like. And then we have, like, three questions left for you, Paul. They're, they're quick, fast, fun questions about Slice. Patrick, take one away. How would you come up with the concept of the Super Slice? Well, look, I mean, you got, you know, the piece of business is always ever changing. You got to make yeah. sure that you got the best. And so what we did was we just uh, decided to cut the pizza extra fat called the Super Slice. <laughs> I literally ordered a pizza. It. No one's doing it. No I, one's doing it. <laughs> I ordered a pizza the other night, but and no, I was going to take no one, one slice, no and one, I took two instead. I said, well, Super Slice, I'm good with it. Yeah. 
and no one's asking me about the cold brew pizza. If you look on the menu behind me, <laughs> there's so much cold brew pizza. That's I mean, amazing. I don't know exactly what that is, but we, I, if you if you do look at the back menu behind Jack in those scenes, I I loved reading that menu every day. <laughs> that's all. I feel like that's my my uh, my tip to anyone out there who loves movies. Is like once you've seen a movie once or twice, start looking in the back for yes. all like the oh, yeah. set deck jokes. Yeah, those little, those little nuances back. definitely yeah. like, enhance an experience for multiple like, views and stuff. Yeah, like seeing uh, yeah. Freddy's claw in Evil Dead. Yes, and then another one. Yeah, in- yeah, yeah. And then another one. Sorry, real quick. Um, in retrospect, was blowing up the pizza shop a good idea? Probably not. But look, Jack is not about asking. You know, Jack is not about asking questions. Did we destroy the Hellmouth? I don't know. And look, <laughs> we just blew it up. And it seems like everyone's against that idea. You know, Jack is not too smart about the entire thing. So, uh, you know, I think he may have just basically had a wider door to the Hellmouth. Really, yeah, that's, that's really true. Top of it. Well, you know what? And since you since you were a pizza shop owner. And you had so many good yeah, pizza yeah. ideas. This is the the, the important question. This on is the a very important junkies. question that I think has the world a little bit divided. And you <laughs> being the owner of your own establishment, I think you can give proper yeah. insight to this question. Does pineapple actually go on pizza? This is a, a very. I, I didn't want to come on this pol- You know, this podcast and talk about politics, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I guess if you're gonna you're gonna force my hand on it, I will. But here's what I say, and it's a controversial opinion. If you like it, then yes. Like, if you're, like, no one's forcing you to eat a pineapple pizza. Like, I, I feel that way about everything. Like, why are we so concerned about what other people like? If you like pineapple on pizza, then it belongs on pizza. I, there, people put the weirdest stuff on pizza, and they call it pizza. I mean, like, Wolfgang Pucks puts, like, cream cheese and locks on pizza. It's like, okay, that's Ew. pizza. That is, it's pizza. Uh, so I would yeah. just yeah. If you like it, it's good. Uh, I go back to that um, David Cho show on Netflix where they went around the world checking out different pizza. Like, oh, I love that show. Yeah, the Japanese pizza. pizza. It's an amazing show. Yeah, the Japanese yeah. pizza looked insane. Yeah, that that was a good that was a good show. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, so I would just say that yeah, it, go your own way, make your own path. Don't let any <laughs> don't let the, the don't let big pizza tell you what to put on it or what not to put on it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I didn't know we had to look out for big pizza. No, but yeah. now that we know. Yeah, you have to. You got to. <laughs> they got their they got their they got their fingers and everything, guys. Oh don't god. <laughs> the marinara sauce is tainted. <laughs> All right, Paul. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and talking to us on our show. Uh, like I said, we've thoroughly enjoyed Slice. We love the character Jack. Uh, we are so looking forward to your future endeavors. Uh, and, of course, your podcast, How Did This Get Made. Uh, we're always listening to backlogged episodes. It's so much fun listening to you guys just rip apart movies. That Yeah, I downloaded the episode for uh, The Demolition Man when I was on the airplane going to Denver yeah, a couple awesome. months ago. Yeah, well, Demolition Man is one of my favorite movies ever. And I was like, oh, uh, this is perfect. I but, know. Yeah. Back to Rick. Written by the same guy who wrote Van Helsing. Um, oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. That's to sell the movie. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, and, you know, and if, if, you, if you're tired of listening to us rip on movies, I do a new podcast called Unspooled, where we actually watch the best movies of all time. Hey, and that's oh. been actually really fun, too. Yeah, we're going through the AFI's top 100 list of the 100 best movies and kind of seeing where they all kind of fit, from E.T. to Taxi Driver to Citizen Kane 
Apocalypse Now, Ben-Hur. It's been really fun. It's been a different way to kind of look at movies. And movies that I feel like I've never seen. I don't know about you guys, but, like, I never saw Ben-Hur. No, me either. So, yeah. Well, Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, man. Like I said, uh, thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, we look forward to seeing your future stuff, and have a good day at Disneyland. Please remake American World War in London. Thank you so much. All right. See you later. <laughs> have a good Say one. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 As always, guys, I'm Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. Hope you guys enjoyed this exclusive interview this week. Uh, we got some more coming up in the works, uh, so look out for those. Always subscribe to our feeds on Instagram, Twitter, uh, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, have a good day and stay weird.